He's our healer. Jehovah M. Kadesh. Jehovah Sinkanu. Jehovah. Can I get a witness? El Roy. El Eliyah. Jehovah Jireh. Jesus. I said Jesus. We'll provide. Won't he show up? Won't he show up? When we were sick, didn't he show up? When we got in trouble, didn't he show up? May not come when you want him. But oh, he's right on time. Let's get a Lord a head cut. I, I am delighted we're going to have general prayer and scripture by Cherie Page and then welcome of our, men, uh, our visitors by Crystal God. Church, amen. Amen. Turn it up, turn it up. Giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning, my pastor, my first lady, friends, church family, visitors, let us pray. We love him because he first loved us. Father, we thank you this morning for being here, and we thank you for being so gracious, so kind, so long-suffering, full of compassion, Thank you for your pity on us, Lord, this morning. Thank you for waking us up once again and clothing us in our right minds, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you for Calvary's cross, and we thank you that he, he died and he, he shed his blood. And we just thank you, Father God, for our opportunity to be in the house of the Lord once again to worship you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for what you're going to do today, all the blessings that will be here in a sanctuary amongst us, Lord. We thank you for all of those who are gathered, the security, Lord, and the ushers, hospitality, Lord, special blessings for the choir, bless the musicians, the drummer man, Lord Jesus. We ask, Father God, that you look after the AV team this morning, Lord. We thank you for what you're going to do, Lord, and what you've done. But most importantly, Lord, bless the word that's going to come across this pulpit and bless the man of God, Lord. Allow him to deliver the word, Father God, that we may be set free. Somebody may they say, what must I do to be saved? We just thank you for our pastor once again. Oh, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings. And we just thank you for him. Give him strength. Give him health, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I will be reading scripture this morning. Scripture will be coming from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. That's Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And the word reads, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope 
of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Verse 8, but God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. I have read verse Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reader, hearer, and doer of his holy word. I shall be reading Matthew, the 21st chapter, verses 10 and 11. Matthew 21. Verses 10 and 11. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Our next scripture is found in the Acts, chapter 17, verses 16 through 23. That is Acts, chapter 17, verse 16 through 23. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Verse 16. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens... His spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Therefore disputed in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him and some said, what will this babbler say? And others, some he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preacheth unto them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is? For thou bringest certain strange things to our ears. We would know, therefore, what these things mean. For all the Athenians and strangers which were were spent their time in nothing else but either to to tell or to hear something new. 
Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. Verse 23, For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him I declare unto you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his word.
Associates. Good morning. Welcome. On behalf of our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., I would like to welcome our visitors. Will all visitors please stand? If we have any visitors this morning, please stand. Amen. Amen. Our ushers are coming to you. Please remain standing. Our ushers are bringing to you a welcome packet. We would like to keep in touch with you. We are so glad that you joined us this morning. You are in the best house. We welcome you. If you do not have a church home to join us in this house, you will get the word of God. From Genesis to Revelations, rightly divided. Your children, your family, your marriages will be ministered to. You will be blessed and God will be glorified. So once again, we encourage you, we invite you. If you do not have a church home, please join us at St. Matthew's. Thank you and you may be seated. Ah. 
Praise the name of Jesus. Isn't the Lord good? Isn't the Lord good? Praise him. And whatever you're going through, Jesus will show up. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. So glad to have the Arnolds back. Praise God. Amen. And uh, truly God is. Amen. 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 So glad to have you. God is an awesome, awesome God. And we give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have a multi-dimensional day, and I'm going to try to hit it all. Today is Palm Sunday, and we will give palms out at the end of the service. I know you want one for your mantelpiece. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, we will celebrate that. Uh, we are thankful to the Lord. I want to thank God for Cherie Page and Crystal God. Let's give them a hand clap. Praise the Lord. Great, great job. Now, let me, let me say this before I get into my... I am rebuilding by the grace of God this church. I know some of you think you're smarter than me, and that's fine. Keep thinking it. I grew this church to 13,000 by the grace of God. We're going to 20. Listen to me. I know what I'm doing. We're diversifying this pulpit, and these ladies do a great, great job. Amen. We're thankful. Um, and all the people you got coming to you asking you for advice, take it home, pray about it. Because, uh, Pastor, you follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. And uh, the Lord is in this place. The Lord is good. Now, I got to say this jokingly. My power went out all night. My, my generator came on, but it only does so much. And it came back on. God is faithful. Six o'clock this morning. Amen. You don't miss a good thing to you what? To you what? Yeah, you don't miss it till you lose it. Praise Jesus. And uh, I'm just thankful to the Lord for his goodness and mercy. I lived in South Philly 17 years in Monroe Homes. My power never went out. <laughs> Only time my power went out when my mother cut the electricity off because it was thundering. Enlightening, but uh, I'm thankful to the Lord. 60 mile an hour winds last night was crazy. Now, I want, I want to say this. There was a time, 60 mile an hour winds, I would laugh at. As I'm getting older, I got scared. <laughs> Can I get a witness? And uh, God is good, good all the time, all the time, God is good. Isn't he good? Won't he come through? Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Now, 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 let me throw this at you real quick. Matthew 21, it was so greatly read by Reverend Llewellyn, I want to thank God. Matthew 21 is a triumphal 
entry of Jesus Christ. There is a three-part um, initiative to prophecy. Prophecy can be present now and present in a little while, intermediate, and present far-reaching scripture. And the Bible says in Matthew 21 that Jesus told two of his disciples, go into the town and fetch your donkey and her coat. And if anyone asks you, what are you doing? Just tell them the Lord has need of him. And bring the colt and the uh, donkey to me. And when they bought the donkey and the colt, Jesus got on the donkey. And what he did, he rode in to Jerusalem. And the Bible says, this was done to fulfill the prophecy that a beast, listen to this, a beast of burden Jesus came to present himself the last time to the nation of Israel. He came unto his own, his own received him not. Are y'all with me? So when he rode in on the donkey, amen, the people got overjoyed because they had heard about Jesus' miracles. And the people said, amen, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus was riding in. They were laying down palms and branches, their clothes. And as Jesus got into the city of Jerusalem, someone said, who is this? And they said, this is Jesus of Nazareth in Galilee. And the next day, they start saying, crucify him. They chose Barabbas, a thief, over Jesus. Do I have a witness? And, and so Palm Sunday is reminiscent of the fact that our Lord offered himself for the last time, not to the world, to the nation of Israel. Amen? And once they rejected him, the Jew will never as a nation be saved until the millennium. Amen. You go home and read Romans 9, 10, 11. As a nation, you can get saved every day now, but you're not Jew. Can I get a witness? It's called church. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. So we applaud his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Can I get a witness? Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Truly, truly, truly God is an awesome God, and I'm going to dovetail on uh, uh, Reverend Leroy McNair's scripture momentarily, but isn't the Lord good? Isn't the Lord good? He's good, he's good, he's better than good. As the old folks say, he's gooder than good. Amen? I want to thank our choir, thank our ushers, and all you visitors that showed up and stood, my plea is that you would come and get saved this morning. That you would join our church if you're not, amen, if you, uh, if, if the Lord leads you, amen? In, in, in the Lord good? Hallelujah. Do we have any announcements? Next Friday is Good Friday. Okay. The day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. 
Today's announcements are as follows. Our Good Friday service will take place in person on Friday, April 7th at 10 a.m. Come and hear the seven last words. Join us for worship on Easter Sunday as we celebrate our resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. Service will be at 9 a.m. on Sunday, April 9th. Also, there will be no classes on Easter Sunday. We have great news and we want you to save the date. Thanks to our pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., Dr. Tony Evans will be here for revival on Friday, May 19th. Revival yeah. starts at 7 p.m. Join us for a great time in the Lord. Church family, we are here for you. If you are in need of support or counseling due to grief, please reach out. Help is available through our Grief Share Ministry. We offer encouragement, support, tools, and hope. For more information, please contact the church at extension 2268. This concludes today's general announcements. Church, amen. 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 Thank you for those announcements. So this... Uh, next Friday, or this coming Friday, is Good Friday, 10 o'clock, services start, and our powerful, powerful associate ministers will be preaching, amen? amen. And then next Sunday is Resurrection morning, and we're going to uh, have a nice newsletter for you, and, and we're going to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, amen? Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Now it's offering time, and God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given no matter how hard you try. Amen. Amen. As you give, God will give back to you. Amen. As you do all the other ministries, do this ministry. The Lord loves a cheerful giver. I dare you to stretch your tithe, stretch your giving. The Lord will bless you. Amen. And as you come, to the choir will sing. Church, amen.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. One name. Let's stand for offertory. All things come with thee, O Lord. Amen. Choir.
Hallelujah only belongs to the Lord. My hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet and wave your hands. My hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. My hallelujah belongs to you, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. his holy name. Jesus is the Christ, son of the living God. Can I get a witness? He died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth started reeling and rocking. He died to a 
surely this was the Son of God. They put him in a barn too. But early, I said early. Sunday morning, he got up. Didn't he get up? He got up with all power in his hand. And Paul said, because he lives, we live. You may be seated. Thank you. Let's give our choir a hand clap and musicians. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to all of you, we greet you this beautiful day. Isn't it amazing when the storm pass over? The sun comes up. You ought to be waiting for your son to come up. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Bless the Lord. 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 Lord. Uh, This morning... I'm dealing with liberated love, part two. A designated design. God's divine design is that every born-again believer in Jesus Christ would receive a spiritual purpose within them. That spiritual purpose is salvation. God is not Santa Claus. He's not here so you can hit the lottery. He's not here for you to be great. He's not here for you to be looked up upon. His whole desire is salvation. His purpose is salvation. His process is sanctification takes us time to be conformed to his image. Are y'all with me this morning? His purpose, his process, his power, and his presence is the indwelling Holy Spirit. And then his product is God's sufficiency. In whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed To his image. That means before the foundation world, he knew you. And his will was for you to be conformed into his image. Yeah. And last week, I laid out three powerful propositions. And I want you to hear the teaching 
In those three powerful propositions, Sister Honor was first, not our ability, which is self, self-centeredness, selfishness, sin, Satan. Not our ability. Not our ability. And I got carried away when I went back on my ability. Y'all forgive me, I start thinking about how I used to dress and party and how I was acting crazy with my road buddies. Remember that? Took a little too long on it. Went back in my BC days before Christ and forgot all about the present. In fact, I start smiling. The first proposition is not our ability. Not your selfishness, sinfulness. God is not about that. You are. You are concerned about how people see you. You are concerned about people looking up to you and respecting you. You are concerned about, amen, all of the remnants of your pride and stuff you did and had in the world. When you get saved, that's got to go. Not, not our ability, but our abounding. And, and, and it's this abounding that is a sacrificial caring for someone else. It has nothing to do with you. If I talk to you, the more I hear about you, I know you're way out of the will of God. It's not about you. It's not about you. I talked about Italy, Germany, talked about the military seven years, talked about partying and, and acting a fool, as my grandmother used to say. And all that innate ability was my former life. When you meet Jesus, you got to give that up. It's not about you. It's about him. Now unto him who's able. I, 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 I'm reminded of the woman at the well, John chapter 4, and, and they, they went back in history. They discussed the fathers. They discussed uh, the water. It was 12 noon. He sent his disciples to the city. He didn't want them to mess his witness up. And, and they were away, and Jesus was one-on-one with this woman, and, and, and he and this woman engaged in some deep conversations, even about her personal life. And, and when Jesus got finished with her, she ran into the city. Now listen to Pastor. She dropped her water pot and said, come see a man. Now, now, now the only reason I'm bringing that up, you got to drop something. When you start representing Jesus, you got to drop your water pots. You got to drop something. Lord have mercy. Our abounding is a sacrificial caring for someone else. It's no longer about you. Your greatness. You want to be a great singer? Sing in the mirror. And crack that. 
You want to be a great preacher? Preach in the mirror. And crack that. We're here to glorify the Jesus. Not, not, not my ability. And, and see, the ability will keep creep back up when your feelings are hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hurt my feelings. It's not about your ability anymore. I know when I first got married, that ability kept coming back up. Every time I got ticked off. Who she thinks she talking to? Does she know who I am? God said, not your ability, but your bounty. Not your appropriation. Something coming back to you. Oh, this one's deep. We ruin our relationships because we are demanding that something come back to us. Not your appropriation, but your acceptance. We have to learn to accept our differences. Let me, let me, let me start with that. that. You know, I'm not just talking to married folk. I'm talking even, I got three kids. All three of them are different. How I relate to them, I got to be on a different plane. Are, are y'all with me? We got to accept our differences. We, the one you're married to is total opposite of you. God did that intentionally. So you would lose confidence in yourself that you don't have it all together. Your mate is a help mate. You need help. Turn, turn, turn to your name and say, we need help. And those who struggle with a helpmate being their helper, they got deeper problems. We got to accept our differences. Past is different from you. Y'all know it. That's why you mumble out there. I'm a risk taker by the grace of God. I'm, you know, I'm a leader. I'm a strong leader. I know what I'm doing. I, l- listen, I'll listen to your counsel. I'll give it three seconds when it don't when it don't hit with what I'm where I'm going. Bye. I ain't for that. I'm not here for applause, appreciation, and a pat on the back. I'm here to glorify Jesus. Can I get a witness? That that is our acceptance of our differences, our acceptance of our difficulties. Difficulties. Now sometimes I, can I can can I get real with you? Sometimes I struggle with God when I'm going through tests and all kind of trials and tribulations. And I turn the news on and these wicked people don't seem to have anything going on wrong with them. And I kept telling you, keep, stay, keep watching the word of God. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be enemies of the workers of iniquity. They will soon, we're starting to see it, be cut down like the grass and withers the green herb. Need that one alone, that's another sermon. We have to accept our differences, our difficulties. When my power went out, and I know I'm trying to take a shower and get dressed and do this and do that. Don't want to take the wrong medicine. I might be up here talking about something else. 
said, Lord, why do we have to go through all this? God said, just hold on. I'm testing the authenticity of what you say you believe. What you say you believe. See, we believe God until something starts going wrong. It's tight. We have to accept the difficulties, the differences. We have to accept even the dysfunction. There are people that are dysfunctional, but God loves them. It's called put up power. You got to put up with some stuff in life. Do I have a witness? So not our appropriation, but our acceptance. And then the third proposition was not our acknowledgement, but our abiding. You and I are going to be tested not only for sacrificial care of another, sacrificial commitment of acceptance, but the sacrificial continuance of abiding. God is building all of these things in you if you're born again. Once you get saved, you can't have your way no more. You can't do your own thing at his expense. You got church folk, all they want to know, they ain't going to hell. And they live in hell on earth. It's appointed unto men once to die, then the judgment. So if I'm looking at being liberated by his love, part one, I'm not getting caught up in my ability, but my abounding. Hmm. I want to be a sacrificial support system to my family, my wife, my kids, this church. I want to abound, not abide, abound. I'm not waiting for an appropriation to come back. I want a sacrificial commitment of acceptance. Not only people, but trials and tribulations. Everything is not going to go well with you. There will be seasons that we feel like lock dying. Seasons, we, we don't know how we're going to make it. God is giving you that sacrificial commitment to accept the things you cannot change, the strength to change what you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Where I am today, certain things I can't change. I can't change my good looks. I can't, yeah, yeah, Sister Gordon said, you need to stop being sarcastic. I can't change my sarcasm. 
I like taking shots. Got to come back and repent. Mm. Today, liberated by his love, part two, and Reverend Leroy McNair read the scripture, Mars Hill, second missionary journey, Paul, Silas, Timothy, and all of them were on a missionary journey, and Paul strayed into Athens, Greece, and he noticed that the Epicureans and Stoics, these are different theological, psychological groups, they saw Paul, they said, what does this babbling idiot have to say? And Paul said, I noticed you were serving the unknown God. That unknown God is nobody but the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul, Paul, Paul dealt with them vigorously, and he challenged them, listen to this, to move from idols to intimacy. So by the time you get to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, write these scriptures down. Paul, who wrote 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, Paul is complimenting this church for three different things. We've been over them before, your work of faith, your labor of love, and your steadfast in hope. So the first thing that Paul is doing is saying, amen, I commend you for your work of faith. Now, let me stop pausing part because faith is something that God placed in you. For by grace are you saved through faith. That faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. In order for you to believe, Jesus had to place a faith in you. No man can come to me unless the Father draw him. Are y'all are with me? Stop taking credit because you believe. You only believe the gospel message because Jesus placed it in you. Work of faith. God placed it in you. God uses it through you. And it's got to come from you. It's work. Believe and behave and being still is work. Yeah. It's work. God going to work your faith. God going to work your faith in your marriage and your ministry. God going to work your faith. And the reason he's going to work your faith is because he wants you liberated from feelings to his functions. Liberated. Work of faith. Here comes another test from the Lord. Not temptation. Here's the test. Here comes another trial I didn't see coming. Children are struggling. They're wayward. Grandchildren are struggling. They're wayward. They've made some foolish decisions, and I can't save them. But if I keep working my faith, 
and believe in God, God will step in. Do I have a witness? You keep on praying for them children and grandchildren. And I don't care how much you counsel them, they got to make the same mistakes we made. Do I have a witness? When I think about the goodness, and he's good, intrinsically good, of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Work of faith, work of faith, work of faith. Look, look, a working faith. What works when everything else fails? Your degrees fail you. Your sense of greatness fails you. Do I have a witness? Your health fails you. I'm talking to somebody this morning. You're in pain and you have problems and you have pitfalls facing you. So I just need to keep on working my faith. Lord, give me a working faith to be still and believe that you're going to straighten everything out. Can I get a witness? He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Didn't he say that? The Lord is good and he's a stronghold in the time of trouble. Your problems is not for you to work it out. Your problems is to have a working faith. That's going to see it out. Do I have a witness? Well, the doctor gave me a bad report, but you know what? I believe God. I'm going to be still and know that he's God. Jehovah Rapha. He is my healer. Can I get a witness? Keep on living. That faith got to kick in. Can I get a witness? That faith has got to liberate you. Amen. From self. Why is all this happening to me? Why am I going through all of this confusion? Why are my children, my grandchildren messed up? See, what our grandparents and great-grandparents and parents did, they prayed. Didn't they pray? And let me tell you how they prayed. James tells you in James chapter 5, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. You got to keep on praying. And then you got to be like David. David just didn't pray. David started thanking God for what he was going to do. You got to thank the Lord up front. Lord, I know things are in a mess right now, but God, I got a working faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Paul says, I commend this church, 1 Thessalonians 1, for their work of faith. They, listen, listen, they went from idols to intimacy with Christ. We got to drop our idols. Do I have a witness? We got to drop our idols. 
Jesus. Stay. Hmm. But that wind was blowing last night about 60 miles an hour, and I was sitting there in the dark, and I said, don't let nothing fly through my window. I, you know, I'm don't let no tree fall on my car. You know, I'm thinking about stuff. And, 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 and the Lord just kept saying, trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. And if you're going to be liberated by love, you got to have a working faith. A working faith. A working faith. God, I know you're going to work everything out. And I'm thanking you for what you're going to do. Can I get a witness? Working. Faith. Thank you, Jesus. He says, I commend you for a working faith and then your labor of love. The working faith is your release. That's how God gives you release by a working faith. Is there something you want released from your life? Raise your hand. Well, stop believing God. He, he'll, he'll release it. He'll release it. But then your labor of love, and the word labor means laboring to exaltion. Your labor of love. God wants us to love one another with a laboring love. Not just putting up with the moment. A laboring, a laboring love. Lord, I'm going to labor to love other people. And hurting people hurt people. You are not going to cure everybody by loving them. People that are hurting hurt other people. We all got our historical stuff. We all, come on now. We all got our habits and hindrances, isn't that right? Yeah. But we, listen, listen, listen to me. I got to love Sister Gordon and my kids first with, Lord have mercy, a laboring love. And I used to see it in my father. And in my mother, I never heard my parents complain. They, listen to this, they dealt the hands they were, they played the hands they were dealt. They played the hands they were dealt. Do I have a witness? They invested their life and times into their kids. I don't ever remember my father buying himself a suit, new shoes, never. He wasn't about him. He was about taking care of his family. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? This social media in this world in, influences and induces us to put self first. Self got to be last. A laboring of love. I didn't fool with crazy people in the world. I ain't fool with them. Excuse me for using that adjective, but I, once I discerned that something was wrong with you, I ain't fool with you. 
before with you. You can forget that. But God wants us to labor. Now, labor to the point of exhaustion. Don't be like Popeye. I've taken all I can stand. I can't stand no more. You got to labor with food. Y'all got to labor on this choir. Oh, a new day is coming. In the name of Jesus, we're fine. You got to speak in the affirmative, in the positive. You got to labor. When my power went out and I knew I had to get up and take a shower and get my medicine, I went to Sister Gordon, she was sleeping. She said, what time is it? I said, get up. This is your calling. <laughs> Laboring of love. In, in, in um, the days April 2nd, I've been here 36 years in April. I have had, amen, by the grace of God. I have had some members that were full of hell. And I had, and the Lord said, love them. And my question was, how? How do you love somebody like this? Love them as I have loved you. Forgive them as I have forgiven you. Yeah. Laboring love. You and I are going to have to labor through some stuff. Can I get a witness? We're going to have to labor through negative things. Problems, pain. Come on now. Keep living. Keep living. Laboring. Mm. Jesus. I commend your labor of love because God labored with us. Didn't he labor with us? Think about where the Lord brought us from. Didn't he labor with us? Didn't he put up with us? Wasn't he loving in spite of our liabilities? He labored. And then third, he commends his church from their idols to intimacy. Now, let me stop, pause, and park and talk about intimacy. The problems we have with love is that we have defined love as a feeling. Love is not a feeling. The agapeo love is not a feeling. Phileo love is friendship. Storge love is sorge love is mother and child. And the uh, eros, the erratic love, is all that stuff we watch on TV. Can I get witness? And I keep telling the young people, and I tell you, you can't get on the couch, start breathing hard, turn the lights out, and then get the spirit (laughs) in the midst of your hotness. That ain't happening. Do I have a witness? Do I have one witness? Been there, done that. I got myself a situation. Said, Lord, help me. Lord said, it's too late. You, you, you done made a decision. 
Lord, have mercy. Mm. We, we have to, in order to reach the intimacy that God is talking about, we got to get rid of idols. The first idol is you. The second idol is your thinking. And, and, and let me tell you this thing about intimacy. Intimacy on all planes. There are people that want intimacy but don't want it. They can't handle it. Some experience, some exposure is taking place in their life. They can't let another in. They can't let another in. They struggle with being affectionate because of the history and the baggage. Are y'all are y'all with Pastor? And God comes along and says, "Intimate love is not holding them responsible for what they can't do. It's a work of faith, and then it's a labor of love." Show me somebody you can marry who got it all together. They don't have it all together. We wear masks. Mm. Lord have mercy. Sure, I don't want to. It was late last week. I ain't doing it this week. We wear masks. I did a core and listen to this core. I taped the core. Yeah. Camouflage conflict. That's what we got. Camouflage conflict. What about the camouflage conflict? Well, first of all, there are some aspects to a camouflage conflict. First of all, it's hidden. It doesn't come out in every conversation. It's hidden. It's something that's hidden in me. I'm not going to share it with you. I got conflict on on the inside. How many of y'all know you got conflict on the inside? Come on, raise your hand. Stop lying. (laughs) Conflict. It's hidden. Then it's hurting me. It hurts me when I'm all alone. I discern I got conflict from my history, my habits, my hindrances. I got conflict going on. It's highlighted. Mm. But God wants to give us a healing. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden with sin, and I'll give you rest. Paul moves to this third vehicle of hope. Hope is something you're looking forward to. Ah, Lord, I'm looking to you for my hope. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. But wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. <laughs>
is sinking sand. Mm. Your pain, your place, your praise, your prophet, do I have a witness? See, I understand reading the scriptures. Yeah, when this earthly house dissolves, this temporary tent of dwelling, I got another building, eternal in the heavens. I'm going to be with Jesus. Can I get a witness? Hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is poured out. And it poured out. And, and you say, well, well, pastor, you don't know my situation. I don't need to know your situation. Everything you're dealing with is in God's hands. Everything you're dealing with, you need a work of faith. And that work of faith is so you will grow. If your maid is all messed up, that's for you to grow. Can I get a witness? If, if, if your mate does not, uh huh, have something you wish they had, that's for you to grow. It's your job to accept them. It's your God, it's your job to love them. It's your job not to throw them up in their face. Can I get a witness? I dare you to hope. I'm hoping that the Lord would bless our church. I'm hoping that the Lord will rebuild our church. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Lord will lead and guide and direct my children. Can I get a witness? As they stay faithful and focused and finish well, I, I, I don't have all the answers, but I know who has the answers. Can I get a witness? I know who holds all power in their hands. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? And I come to tell you, if you want to move from idols to intimacy, you got to have a work of faith. That's your release. Hmm. You got to have, yeah. You got to be steadfast. That's your reconciling power. See, work of love is reconciling power. For Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen, for God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses. As God pulled you in, you got to pull someone else in. Stop complaining. Stop complaining about what you don't have. Start praising Him. For what you do have. I am. A royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. Can I get a witness? Born twice. But I'm only going to die once. I've been born again. Blood washed. Blood bought. Say yeah. Say yeah. Jesus. I said, Jesus is my strength. Jesus is my sight. Jesus is my might. Jesus 
is intrinsically good. Won't he work it out? Won't he work it out? He'll help you. He'll heal you. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He'll give you joy. Like a river. See ya. I got joy. 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 Like a river. Say yeah. He's worthy. 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 To be praised. Not ability abounding. Not appropriation acceptance. Not acknowledgement abiding. Finish well. Finish strong. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. And now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Make me, shape me, break me, mold me to what thou would have us me to be. Work of faith, which is your release. You want to be released from ruin? Work your faith. Labor of love, which is your reconciling power. And steadfast of hope, which is your rest. I choose to rest in him and let God be God. And Lord, whatever you want to do, I'm thankful because you are mighty good. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved to our visitors. If you want Jesus in your life, raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Jesus died for your sins. buried, rose again. If you want to join the church, just raise your hand as they want. Love to have you. Balcony, come on down. Another, raise your hands. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. To our visitors. I had a brother walk up to me last week. He said, I've been listening to you for 32 years. I'm here now. Praise Jesus. Is there another? If your hand is raised, come on up front. Love to have you. Next Friday is seven last words. These powerful preachers. Let's give them a hand clap. 10 o'clock a.m. Seven last words. And then next Sunday, 9 o'clock, should the Lord spare life delay is coming. Resurrection day. Let's give Sheree Page and Crystal Guy hand clap. Great job. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Come on down. Come on down. Praise him. Oh, look at this. Right there, right there. Praise Jesus. I prayed for souls. Is there another? Oh, look at Jesus. 
Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He's worthy to be praised. Is there another? Come on up. While the water is staring, come on up. Don't worry, it's 25 after 10. I ain't going to make that mistake again. That's it. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Thanks for praying for your pastor. I need it. Is there another? Thank you guys for coming up. Lord bless you. I'm going to ask, please, Dan, lead them to Christ and then, amen, give the information. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Look at Jesus. Five. Over one soul. God is, the angels are shouting in glory. Now, before you go out and take the test of life, not your ability, stop bragging about what you were, but your abounding, not your appropriation, but your acceptance, not your acknowledgement, but your abiding. Sacrificial support, sacrificial commitment, sacrificial continuance. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need a work of faith. And you need a working faith. You need a labor of love. Yeah. And you need a steadfastness of hope. God bless you. Who is this? Another one coming? Praise Jesus! Praise Jesus! Ah, love you. Thank you. Come on, somebody take them in the back. Come on, come on. Seven souls. Look, look at Jesus. Love you. Glad to have you. The Lord is good, isn't he? Listen, you, you don't have to pray. You in the right church. We rightly divide the word of truth. Praise Jesus. Thank you, man. Love you. Love you, man. Father, thank you for the souls. Thank you for your word. Liberate us in our love. What we call love is not love. Liberate us to totally cover another person in spite of our differences, difficulties, dysfunctions. Help us to love in spite of what we feel. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you. Love you. Friday, seven last words. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment form.
I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.